Welcome to the Bad Preaching Podcast with Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Bad Preaching Podcast. This is Pastor Greg. I'm here with Pastor Aaron. Pastor Aaron, how are you today? Doing well. Good. Good to see you. Good to be back again. Well, good to have you back, sir. And thanks for being with us on the Bad Preaching Podcast. And we're also with Pastor Brad Woodski. How are you, Pastor Brad? Doing good. Well, good to see you. Happy to be here. (laughs) Good good to see you. And um, I understand that there was a big egg hunt, uh, I guess, a few weeks ago now in your front yard, backyard, side yard, all All over All All over the place. You still finding eggs? (laughs) Here and there, here and there. <laughs> sometimes it has candy, sometimes it doesn't well, have candy. Well, you know, eggs are valuable these days, at least <laughs> yeah. the grocery store type. I guess, yeah. I guess you're finding the plastic yeah, type. Yeah, just the plastic days. one, sadly. But, uh, but we had a great Easter a few weeks ago, didn't we? We did. What a wonderful, wonderful time. But it's just good to be back with everybody. And uh, I, I was thinking about something. Have you guys uh, ever experienced a fear of heights? Yes. <laughs> I have. Have yes. as well, yeah. Uh, um, what? I guess I would have to say yes on that too. <laughs> I feel like I've I've actually gotten better with age, and not um, I've learned to cope. You know, when I've had to, what is it, mind over matter, yeah. and so I feel like you know now I've, I I can do whatever, but uh, not feel as frightened by the heights. But I've never been crazy about heights. Mm. And I have I've gotten better. I try and push myself through it, anyways. <laughs> but it's just you know, like roller coasters. I I like them, and, yeah. but the heights get me. First day, uh, I asked Josie out was when like to date was we were at Bush Gardens with a big group of people, and I don't know if you guys know what the Griffin is, but it's the one that's like two hundred something feet in the I air. I have heard, and it hangs about you down. The Griffin. Yeah. You have to stare down. Well, I knew about this. And I, I still wanted to go on the ride because I couldn't go. I couldn't not go on the ride at this point because Josie was going on the ride. Oh yeah, so you're stuck. Yeah, and yeah. then we were with Dave Webb, and he got us on the front row. <laughs> so all I'm thinking, I remember going into it. Everyone's talking with each other, joking around. I was I was staring straight ahead, not talking to anyone. I was like, <laughs> I was trying to get my mind ready. Pretty much mind over matter, like what you're. Oh. I was trying to get my mind ready for what I was about to go do. And, and I remember I I screamed when we, when that thing when it, when it we went down I went to it was one of those screams where you go to scream and nothing really comes out <laughs> so I was terrified but man yeah well you know I, I think about heights and then I think about Christ's ascension yeah oh uh, and Pastor Aaron I was talking to Pastor Brad about this uh, before the we got on here to to record. And he, what did you say something about? I said, have you ever had a fear of heights? And then I said, we're going to talk about the ascension. And and he was he was alarmed a little bit. So <laughs> I he, never oh, thought about never that. Never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, Christ ascended. Of course, one day we shall rise to meet him yeah. in the clouds. I've but never thought about my fear of heights. Your fear of heights. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think you'll have that. Thing. I yeah. think you'll be okay. Yeah. I think if not, it'll be a show for everyone. He makes, else. All, things, he makes all things new. I think yeah. it'll be all right. Yeah. yeah, at that point, I'm pretty sure I won't be worried about yeah. the fear yeah. of heights. But I, I, I don't think so. But because yeah. of that, I never thought yeah. about the fear of heights element with the ascension until <laughs> you brought it up. And then now I'm really praying that's really not an element of it. <laughs> Do you guys think that um, the ascension of Christ? That topic. Do you, mm. do you think we talk about that a, a great deal, or preach, or teach about that topic, or do you think it's neglected a little bit? What What do you think? I think it's neglected a little more. We We don't hear as much. Uh, we talk about Christ's life, 
Mm-hmm. We talk about his miracles. We talk about his teachings, the Sermon on the Mount, and all those things. Uh, we certainly talk and preach and teach a lot about the uh, time leading up to his crucifixion, his crucifixion, um, his resurrection from the dead. And I feel like we talk and preach and discuss those topics a lot, which is good. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. That's solid. We should. But I, I, I think as well, I've thought about like the ascension of Christ. I don't hear as many sermons. I don't hear as much teaching. And so I've tried to dig into that myself a little bit more. I'll tell you what, there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of nuggets uh, of theological things that, that are there when you start digging into the importance of the ascension and what happened there and what happens because of his ascension. But, um, you know, you have that period of time from Christ's resurrection to his ascension. What was it? 40 days. And what did he do during those 40 days? Well, he appeared to many, which mm-hmm. was further validation of his resurrection uh, he had appeared to as many as 500 at one time, but he spent a lot of time teaching, pouring into his followers. Mm. And I think about that in contemporary culture, you know, somebody that maybe they're getting ready to retire and they're stepping away from the career, their protege or their, their mentees, they would spend a little extra time pouring into them and teaching them and training them and showing them. And I think Christ was was certainly doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was teaching them. He was getting ready to leave. He wanted them to be prepared. But he also gave them some very clear instructions. Pastor Brad, what, what did he command? Really, he instructed them. He commanded them. I mean, that takes a pretty strong connotation. Mm-hmm. What What did he tell them to do? To wait for the Holy Spirit. To wait for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, go to Jerusalem and tarry mm-hmm. and wait until you receive the promise of the Father. So he taught them, but he also gave them commandment of what to do next. So I would say that Christ had a good transition plan. Yeah. And he was making certain that the that the church was going to be on good footing and prepared for, for what to do next, what was coming next. And it's amazing that the Christian movement grew leaps and bounds, mm. but it's the power of the gospel, right? Yeah. And it's the truth of the reality of Christ. But he was a great leader. He prepared He prepared his protégés. He prepared his disciples, his followers, for what was coming next. I see three things, gentlemen, that are important that come um, out of the ascension of Christ that I want us to look at today in this podcast. Uh, it's Christ's position. I'm going to use a P for all three, just the you know, good David Jeremiah technique. <laughs> uh, you guys know who David Jeremiah yes. is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christ's position, Christ's power, and Christ's promise. Now, I didn't get this from David Jeremiah, although it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if he didn't. So if you go in his study Bible or you find it, and you'll say, oh, he sure enough, he stole it from David Jeremiah. I have read and studied after him so much. Sure enough, I could have, I guess. But um, as I wrote this down last night, at least, I thought it was my own authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But it could be David Jeremiah. Um, do we have those show notes? 
No. <laughs> I was going to say we could put a link to some of David Jeremiah's resources. He's a great theologian. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, Christ's position, Christ's power, Christ's promise. When I look at Christ's position, I think about him being in a high place. You know, he ascended, right? He ascended to the Father, to God himself, and he is seated at the right hand of God. There's no higher place than that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I told you guys before the show today that I had a, a, yet another song. We have song of the week. Song of the week. Brad, <laughs> Brad, that's what Brad said. Oh, you have a song of the week. But, um, you're, you're not going to expect this one. Um, there was an old Garth Brooks song. You, you know who Garth Brooks yeah. is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're surprised I ever heard anything that he said. This is our right? first time hearing the song he has for the week as well. So. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't tell you guys ahead We're on the edge of our seats but right now. Garth Brooks had an old song that said, I have friends. In old, uh, what did he say? I've got, yeah, you know it. Okay, I know this one. I've got friends in low places. Now I won't say any more of the lyrics because okay. they're not good. Don't listen to it; it's not good. But I've got friends in low places. <laughs> but when I think about Christ's position, we have a friend in high places, the highest of high places. I see he, what you did and there. he is our. You see how they did there? <laughs> I, I see what That's you great. Did. That's hey, good. hey, we're coming up on a break. We'll be right back. But we have friends in high places. Hi, this is Josie. We hope you are enjoying this episode of the Bad Preaching Podcast. Please join Pastor Brad and Pastor Greg each week and enjoy the discussion. Find our weekly sermons on Facebook or YouTube. Just search Nortonsville Church of God or visit our website for a podcast recording of each sermon at nortonsvillecog.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Bad Preaching Podcast. Pastor Greg, Pastor Aaron, Pastor Brad. We were talking about old Garth Brooks. Hymnal song. Right? <laughs> yeah. I've never but, seen that one in the red bag. Yeah, yeah. And, and Brad was telling me over break he was surprised at my song of the week this week. But uh, maybe we should do that as a segment. Song of Pastor Greg's song of the week. Song of the week. Because uh, I've been told that I always include a song in my sermons at some point, but just a big part of There's who I am. A song and, and the other one that everyone reference says, to food. Food. <laughs> <laughs> Many references to food sometimes, but but uh, we were talking about that old Garth Brooks song, Friends in Low Places, but we have a friend in high places, yes. and Christ is at the highest of highest place. He is, in fact, our great high priest, mm. and because of him, because he has ascended, because he has seated himself at the right hand of the Father, he lives there, and we go to God through him and through him alone. Uh, we don't pray to, to saints. We don't pray to other people. We don't confess or pray through a pastor or a priest. We pray through Jesus Christ and him alone. Why would we pray to anybody else? Mm, that's what I was just thinking that <laughs> right? when you were saying that. Like, you talk about having a friend in high places. Right. Why go to anyone lower? Right. That's right. great. Yeah. That'd be tweetable. <laughs> tweet, tweet, tweet. Um, that's right. He is our great high priest. And thank God, what does he do there? So we know that he is he is ascended. He is seated at the right hand. And what does he do there? The Bible said he lives, um, or if you want me to go King James Version, he liveth to make intercession for us. He is our go-between. I don't know if either of you have had a great advocate in your life before, somebody that ran interference for you, so to speak, or uh, advocated for you, but... Christ is our advocate. Mm. He is our great go-between. And so we we pray to him and he talks to the Father on our behalf. He presents our needs to the Father on our behalf. And Brad, you said it best. Why go any lower than that? Yeah. 
pray to him. And we should pray bold prayers and prayers filled with faith because not of ourselves, but because he is in such a high place and mm-hmm. he is our friend. He is our advocate. He made that he, way for he us. He made that way for us. So Christ's position is such a great doctrinal truth even to pull out of the ascension. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. Pray with confidence because of that. The second thing is Christ's power. And when I'm saying Christ's power, I'm talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Now, now let's talk about the role of, of, of a bit about the Holy Spirit. Do you know the outpouring of the Holy Spirit that happened in Acts 2 and still occurs today and still the Holy Spirit works and is active in the church today? Do you know all of that concept was the Father, God the Father's concept? Let me say it a different way. It was God the Father's idea. He thought of it. He thought of it because Jesus gave the instructions to the followers and he told them to wait for the promise. Mm -hmm. Get this, the promise of who? The promise of the Father. Oh, we need that organ music back that you had (laughs) on a prior podcast, man. Bring the app back. Bring that app back. Um, Jesus told them, wait for the promise of the Father. So when folks look at the moving of the Holy Spirit and they say, well, I just don't know about that. Well, take that up with God the Father. Mm. That was his idea, the promise of the Father. So the the power was promised by the Father, commanded and commissioned by the Son because Jesus left the instructions before he ascended, go to Jerusalem, tarry there. He commanded them, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, it's pretty strong. Go and tarry and wait for the promise of the Father that I will send to you in my name. Now, what one proof that Jesus is seated beside of the Father, back to the first point, his position, one proof that, that he's there, he told them, when I get to the Father, I will send to you another comforter, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit was a, a, a further validation. Don't you love how all this works together? Yeah. It was just a further validation that he is at the right hand of the Father. He's where he said he was going to go, and he does what he says he's going to yes. do. So when I get there, I'm going to send to you the Holy Spirit, the promise of the Father. And so it was proof of his position, and it was manifestation of his power, Christ's power, through the Holy Spirit. I will pour him out upon you. And then the Holy Spirit is now working in the church. Mm-hmm. And he draws us to Christ. He draws us to God. He empowers us to live a Christ life like life. He, he convicts us when he needs to. He empowers us when he needs to. And he gives us power to evangelize. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about that concept more and maybe maybe on another podcast of how when the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit came upon them in the upper room and they began to speak in other tongues and and the gospel just exploded Yeah, because people heard the gospel preached in their languages. We can talk about that in another podcast. But isn't it amazing? The work of the Father, the work of the Son, the work of the Holy Spirit all complement each other. Mm-hmm. And so the Holy Spirit is now drawing us to Christ and empowering us to live for Christ. So we have Christ's position. We have Christ's power. And my last point of this little sermonette was Christ's promise, his promise that he would come again. 
he said it in John 14, that if I go away and I prepare a place for you, if I do that, I will come again mm. to receive you that that there where I am, you can be also. And so we have that promise. And the angels at the ascension kind of put the exclamation point. You, you like how I use grammar there? You did, <laughs> yeah. little, little there? They put the exclamation point on on that because they said, what? Why stand you here gazing? Now, I, I almost laugh a little bit because, you know, you know I'm, I'm a little flippant sometimes or I don't know. I hope it's not disrespectful, but you know what came through my mind right there? I just see a bunch of people with their mouths open looking at the sky. Yeah. His gate, you know. But they said, why? The angel said, why do you stand here gazing, looking into the sky? This same Jesus who you have seen go away in like manner, just like he went, shall come mm-hmm. again. And then we have that promise. We have that promise of him coming again and coming in the clouds. And man, we could we could go into a whole other um, tangent or or teaching on the clouds. Yeah. Because when you start thinking about the clouds being symbolic of the glory of God, mm. you know, he wasn't just ascending into the beautiful fluffy white clouds that, uh, as we're recording today, there probably are some out in that blue sky behind our bad preaching studio. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't just ascending into those beautiful physical puffy clouds he was ascending into the glory cloud mm. you know you could trace that glory cloud and the glory of god all through the old testament yeah. and then he was ascending into the very glory of god and so we have this promise that he's coming back in the clouds which is telling us he's coming back in all power and in all glory mm. and all might so that's a powerful thought it is and it's a blessed assurance isn't it yes I, you know, I guess I dominated some of this last segment, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, do you guys have any comments? We're coming up on the end, but uh, I just got a little passionate there. Sorry, but <laughs> this was this was Pastor Greg flying solo, I guess, in the second segment. Yeah, we were here for it. It was but good. It, but man, it brings us such blessed assurance, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Well, I always love the restoration that takes. We, mm-hmm. we talk about that time between the ascension. Yes. I love the restoration oh, that he good, watched Brad. with his disciples yeah. as well. Like yes. he goes back. And really picks them back up on their feet he and, does. and shows them that love and then sends them on their way. He and does. so that same restoration for us, when we're getting hurt or we're go out doing the Lord's work and we get hurt, there's still restoration and he still cares for us and he's still advocating for us, he's as still, you said. Or even if we fail, right? Even yeah. if we sin, get back up and he, with his loving arms, will ascend us. He will yes. pick us yeah. back up, yes. right? That's great. That's a great note to end on, the great love of Christ. And he will pick you up if you'll let him. So thanks for listening to the Bad Preaching Podcast. We'll talk with you later. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week on the Bad Preaching (laughs) Podcast.